Good morning and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible each year based on the rhythm of the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 22nd of November, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 28th of Cheshvan. This week, our parasha, which is our portion from the Torah, is named Toldot, which means generations. Today, we'll be reading our third reading from that parasha, and it is Genesis 26, 13 through 22. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The man grew great and grew more and more until he became very great, for he had possessions of flocks, possessions of herds, and a great household. The Philistines envied him. Now all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped and filled with earth. Avimelech said to Yitzchak, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Yitzchak departed from there, camped in the valley of Gerar, and lived there. Then Yitzchak dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Avraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Avraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Also, Yitzchak's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of springing water. The herdsmen of Gerar argued with Yitzchak's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Esek, because they contended with him. They dug another well, and they argued over that also. So he called its name Sitna. And he left that place and dug another well, and they did not argue over that one. So he called it Rehovot. For he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we will be fruitful in the land. That was Genesis 26, 13 through 22. Today's portion from the prophets is Judges 16. Shimshon went to Gaza and saw there a prostitute and went into her. When the Gazites were told Shimshon is here, they surrounded him and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city, and were quiet all the night, saying, Wait until morning light, then we will kill him. But Shimshon lay until midnight, then arose at midnight, and took hold of the doors of the gate of the city, the two posts, and plucked them up, bar and all, and put them on his shoulders, and carried them up to the top of the mountain that is before Hebron. 
And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Entice him, and see in which his great strength lies, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will each give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Shimshon, Please tell me where your great strength lies, and what you might be bound to afflict you. Shimshon said to her, If they bind me with seven green cords that were never dried, then I shall become weak and be as another man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven green cords which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now she had an ambush waiting in the inner room. She said to him, The Philistines are on you, Shimshon. But he broke the cords, as a flax thread is broken when it touches the fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. Delilah said to Shimshon, Behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now please tell me how you might be bound. And he said to her, If they only bind me with new ropes, with which no work has been done, then I shall become weak and be as another man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them, and then said to him, The Philistines are on you, Shimshon. The ambush was waiting in the inner room, but he broke them off his arms like a thread. Delilah said to Shimshon, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me with what you might be bound. He said to her, If you weave the seven locks of my head with the fabric on the loom. She fastened it with the pin and said to him, The Philistines are on you, Shimshon. He awakened out of his sleep and plucked away the pin of the beam and the fabric. She said to him, How can you say I love you? When your heart is not with me, you have mocked me these three times and have not told me where your great strength lies. When she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, his soul was troubled to death. He told her all his heart and said to her, No razor has ever come on my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaved, then my strength will be will go from me, and I will become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has told me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hand. She made him sleep on her knees, and she called for a man, and shaved off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Shimshon. He awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. The Philistines laid hold on him and put out his eyes, and they brought him down to Gaza 
and bound him with fetters of bronze, and he ground at the mill in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaved. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, their god, and to rejoice, for they said, Our god has delivered Shimshon, our enemy, into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their god, for they said, Our god has delivered our enemy into our hands, and the destroyer of our country, who has slain many of us. And it came to pass, when their hearts were merry, that they said, Call for Shimshon, that he may entertain us. So they called for Shimshon out of the prison, and he performed before them. They set him between the pillars, and Shimshon said to the boy who held him by the hand, Allow me to feel the pillars on which the house rests, that I may lean against them. Now the house was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there. And there were on the roof about three thousand men and women who saw while Shimshon performed. Then Shimshon called to the Lord and said, Lord, the Lord, please remember me and strengthen me, please, only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Shimshon took hold of the two pillars on which the house rested and leaned on them, the one with his right hand and the other with his left. And Shimshon said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell on the lords and on all the people who were in it, so that the dead that he killed at his death were more than those who he killed in his life. Then his brothers and all the house of his father came down and took him, and brought him up and buried him between Sora and Eshtaol in the burial site of Manoah his father. So he judged Israel twenty years. That was Judges chapter 16. Today's portion from the writings will be Psalm 39. For the chief musician, for Yedutun, a psalm by David. I said, I will watch my ways so that I do not sin with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I was mute with silence. I held my peace, even from good. My sorrow was stirred. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. I spoke with my tongue. Lord, show me my end. What is the measure of my days? Let me know how frail I am. Behold, you have made my days hands widths. My lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely, Every man stands as a breath, Selah. Surely every man walks like a shadow. Surely they busy themselves in vain. He heaps up and does not know who shall gather. Now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the reproach of the foolish. 
I was mute. I did not open my mouth because you did it. Remove your scourge away from me. I am overcome by the blow of your hand. When you rebuke and correct man for iniquity, you consume his wealth like a moth. Surely every man is but a breath. Selah. Hear my prayer, Lord, and give ear to my cry. Do not be silent at my tears. For I am a stranger with you, a foreigner, as all my fathers were. O spare me, that I may recover strength before I go away and exist no more. That was Psalm or Tehillim 39. And now for our final portion today, it's our portion from the Apostles. And today it is Matthew 27, 32 through 66. As they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Shimon by name, and they compelled him to go with them that he might carry his cross. When they came to a place called Gulgolet, that is to say, the place of a skull, they gave him sour wine to drink mixed with gall. When he had tasted it, he would not drink. When they had crucified him, they divided his clothing among them casting lots, and they sat and watched him there. They set up over his head the accusation against him, written, This is Yeshua, the King of the Jews. Then there were two robbers crucified with him, one on his right hand and one on the left. Those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, Save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief Kohanim also mocking with the Torah teachers, the Pharisees, and the elders said, He saved others, but he cannot save himself. If he is the King of Israel, let him come down from the cross now, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he wants him. For he said, I am the Son of God. The robbers also who were crucified with him cast on him the same reproach. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. About the ninth hour Yeshua cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani? That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of them who stood there, when they heard it, said, This man is calling Eliyahu. Immediately, one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him a drink. The rest said, Let him be. Let us see whether Eliyahu comes to save him. Yeshua cried again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Behold, the parochet of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom, and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. The tombs were opened and many bodies of the holy ones who had fallen asleep were raised, and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they entered into the holy city and appeared to many. 
Now the centurion and those who were with him watching Yeshua, when they saw the earthquake and the things that were done, feared exceedingly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. Many women were there watching from afar, who had followed Yeshua from Galil, serving him. Among them were Miriam of Migdal, Miriam the mother of Yaakov and Yosef, and the mother of the sons of Zavdai. When evening had come, a rich man from Arimathea named Yosef came, who himself had also become a disciple of Yeshua. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Yeshua. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given up. Yosef took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut out in the rock, and he rolled a great stone against the door of the tomb and departed. Miriam of Migdal was there, and the other Miriam, sitting opposite the tomb. Now on the next day, which was the day after the preparation day, the chief Kohanim and the Pharisees were gathered together to Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember what that deceiver said while he was still alive. After three days I will rise again. Command, therefore, that the tomb be made secure until the third day, lest perhaps his disciples come at night and steal him away, and tell the people he is risen from the dead, and the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went with the guard and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone. That was Matthew 27, verses 32 through 66. If you are reading through the apostles twice, your next section will be Romans chapter 10. Well, that is it for this episode. I pray that you will be strengthened and encouraged. My name is Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.